Welcome to the Swirl Suite, everybody. So we are back in action. We had a little break. Black History Month was fantastic. Thank you for all your likes and your shares and your listens. This week, we are back for Women's History Month this March with Jumi Alabanji. If you're in the D.C. area or in the New York area, you may know this name. So Jumi is a co-anchor on News for DC. She's on the morning show and I watch her and Onyang every weekday morning. Jumi and I sat next to each other at a wine event and she has a beautiful personality. So of course I had to have her on the Swirl Suite to talk food and wine with me. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Be sure to like, subscribe while you're listening to this episode. I hope you enjoy. Cheers. Welcome to the Swirl Suite, everybody. It's me and our special guest today, Jumi. Wait, let me say your name. I hear your name all the time on News 4, Olabanji. Did I say it right? Oh my goodness, yes. First time. <laughs> I just have to say, um, I grew up watching News 4 so in, in my mom and my grandmother's house. So they're big fans of yours. So I'm very happy to have you here. Well, tell them thank you. You know, the the funny thing is, I grew up watching News 4 in my home as well. Um, oh, so crazy to like be working there now, Um, you know, decades later, yeah. uh, so to speak. But yeah, I we were a News 4. My mom is still a News 4 family. <laughs> well, still she better be. Household. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, she is a News 4. Um, she, she watches like QVC and... <laughs> NBC four. That's it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Well, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. I, it was kind of low key, mm -hmm. which I get so busy on weekends that I kind of take one weekend on one weekend off one weekend sure. on one weekend off. So this was a weekend off. I had a, a chapter meeting for an organization I'm in, which was like two hours on Saturday. And the rest of the time I was kicking it. Um, so that was good. I watched a little of Chris Rock. Okay. I've Saturday. heard a lot about it. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. You <laughs> know, um, I, it was, it was interesting. It, okay. There were funny parts. There were funny parts. Okay. Um, but some of it was like, Hmm. Okay. And mm -hmm. I guess he has his right to, you know, kind of come back upload yeah. everything since it's been a year since sure. the Oscars last year. Um, but it was, it was interesting. I will say watching something live on Netflix, that was, how was that experience? You know, I think they production wise, right. And I'm yeah. looking for like production. Cause that's my, my background in my industry. It was sure. very well done. Um, it was broadcasted live from Baltimore. They had, you know, packed audience there in the theater. It, it was very smooth. So I was like, okay, Netflix, like y'all, maybe they're going to go into the live programming mm. here a little more. Like in terms of TV production, it was very well done. Well, I think I'll definitely need wine before I watch that one. Yeah, you will. I had some <laughs> wine when I I had some wine when I was uh, watching, and I think that is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am actually fresh from New York. Um, I was in New York uh, for a few days. I'm a Roots Fund scholar. I don't know if you know what the Roots Fund yes. is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Roots Fund scholar. And yesterday was the big gala, the big charity auction gala. So I had to work as a sommelier for the night. So a lot of people don't realize that when you work in wine, they automatically put you in a sommelier box. Sure. And 
Um, so if you're a listener and you think everybody who works in wine is sommelier, they're not. I'm technically not a sommelier. It's yeah. a position. So this was out. I was uh, I was a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never worked in a restaurant before. I have winery experience. That's very different. Mm-hmm. The restaurant world. Wow. I mean, my hat's off to people who work in restaurants on their feet all day. Just the beck and call of the guests. It's it was it was an amazing experience. It was high energy. Mm-hmm. There were some stressful points. I mean, we were opening wine, vintage wines that were thousands of dollars. And you're oh. trying not to screw anything up. You're trying not to spill anything. We had to do things like double decant bottles that because they're so aged. There's nothing but sediment at the bottom. So yeah. I learned a lot. It was great. It was great, but I'm extremely tired. Yeah. Look, I, you know, hats off to you um, <laughs> for even making it onto this podcast. And I, I have followed some people who are also there. So uh-huh. I was watching everyone's stories and I was like, yeah. Ooh, like this looks like a fun little event. Oh, um, yeah. But I had no idea that y'all, some of y'all were like working. I just thought oh, yeah. it was like, you know, go and eat yeah. the food and drink the drink, you know? <laughs> <laughs> For wow. some people, that was the experience, but yeah, yeah not me. Yeah, but it was great, though. It was I. I was. I'm so happy to have that. These types of opportunities. So yeah. it was great. I've I've been watching you for a very long time, and it looks like you're living the dream. If you follow, like, if you follow Jumi on social media, she's traveling. It's her and her husband. Is this what you imagine your life to be? You know, it's funny. Um, when I was in high school, I. I always knew I wanted to be in journalism. You know, I did started reading very early, loved writing, you know, social studies, liberal arts, like English classes. That was all my stuff. I was definitely not the STEM kid. Math, no. Science, no, <laughs> definitely not. Um, and so I knew this is what I wanted to do. Uh, initially, I thought I was going to be in magazines, or at least that's what I wanted to do. And I feel like when we were kind of growing up in that age, te- young teenagers, magazines were like a lot bigger thing than they are right now, where they're mostly digital now, that sort of thing. Um, but I wanted to work for like Cosmopolitan or Ebony or Essence. And, um, you know, I thought I'd be living in New York and just like living that kind of sex in the city life. And um, when I was a junior in college, um, I needed another writing elective and I couldn't get into anything else. They were all full that semester. And so my advisor was like, well, why don't you do broadcast writing? You know, it's, it'll fill your writing elective. And then it just gives you another kind of, you know, layer in this journalism world. It'll be good to have for like background knowledge. And I was like, okay, cool. So I signed up for the broadcast writing and then during the course of the semester, we took a, a field trip to a local news station and like watched a newscast and sat with the producers and saw how they like wrote everything for the show. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And I hung up late after the field trip was over cause just because I was so interested. And then they were like, you should apply for an internship. So I applied for an internship. And then that's just kind of how it happened. And so I quickly switched from you know, magazine writing focus to a broadcast focus. And that's all kind of where it began. And then I just crammed my senior year in college with a bunch of like TV production classes that I hadn't taken. Um, 
and then did some more internships, interned at NBC4, in fact, um, the summer before my senior year. And then, yeah, one thing led to another and here I am. So it's kind of the dream that I thought I had for myself um, in in the sense that I'm still working in the industry. Um, but broadcast is so much different than the print world, which is now kind of the digital world, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, travel has always been a big part of my life. Um, my parents are from Nigeria. And so our family has always been not where we are. Um, so I took my first flight. I don't even think I was a year old. And I've just constantly been traveling my entire life. Um, I was born in Toronto. My two prior Canadian passports are full of stamps. And now that I've become a naturalized American citizen, I have an American passport. You know, I run through those as well. But um, yeah, I just, I love to see the world. It sounds so cliche, but um, it's my goal to like explore every inch of this planet. It's it's amazing how exposure is so important. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've been exposed to all of these countries, all of this travel. And like, had you not taken that field trip, you know, where would you be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy to think. And, you know, um, obviously I, I have a lot of privilege with uh, my job that allows me to go places like, you know, for work and just be able to afford to travel for fun too. And I definitely recognize the the privilege in that. Um, but yeah, just the, the places that I've been able to go from Oman to South Africa to most recently Israel um, have just been incredible. And I hope to be able to, you know, continue that uh, for the rest of my life. <laughs> I want to talk about social media for a second. Um, <laughs> so me and my mom, like I said, we're big fans of of you guys on NBC. And we also watch Fox and follow a lot of those newscasters. And when you guys are like absent on a day, it's like, oh, which she had. And then I'll go, <laughs> I automatically go to social media like, oh, she on vacation, mom. I'm sure she'll be back because- <laughs> You know, sometimes with with news, there's a dismissal that we don't know about. That person just sort of disappears. And right. I think that sometimes I'm afraid of that. Like, oh, where's she at? Oh, she's somewhere nice. Okay, she's coming back. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, your presence is really great on social media. And you and your fellow newscaster do these adorable conversations in the morning. Uh, is that something that the network encourages or was that your idea? It's a little bit um, both, you know, um, on the one hand, you know, at NBC4, our brand and our commitment to the community has always just been news. You know, Washington is a busy town. Uh, The federal government is our largest employer. And so it's a very serious city. While people have fun, it's a very serious city. You know, when something is happening in Ukraine, it's a big deal here because a lot of people work for the government. Well, um, they might work for the Department of Defense that's sending you know, materials over there, or they work for a lot of the NGOs and nonprofits that support humanitarian efforts. So we keep on air just you know, a very, what you need to know and what's important kind of um, newscast. Um, and so 
when what we get to do with our social media is show a little bit more of our personality, have a little bit more fun, um, you know, be a little bit more lighthearted. And so while it is encouraged um, by the station and by the network, it's also just what we like to do as well, because um, especially in the morning what that I work, the morning newscast is like people are getting ready for work. You know, they might be rushing out the door or these days rushing onto their Zoom at whatever time they have to go to work virtually. And so they just kind of want to know what happened overnight while I was sleeping so I can continue on with my day. So we try not to waste people's time with too much silliness or things like that on air. But then, you know, if you are hanging out and you are on Instagram and you see a live video pop up and you have a few minutes to watch, that's when we can be a little bit more relaxed. So I met you at a wine event. Yeah. And um, you were sitting across from me and it was the weirdest thing. I was like, girl, I know you from somewhere. And <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't put the face. And I just, I was like, well, that can't be her. She's at, this is a wine event. And so I didn't know that you have this passion for food and wine. Yeah. Um, like, when did this all start? Yeah, you know, um, it was probably 20... 11, something like that. Um, I, cause I graduated from school in 2006. And so it was a few years after that, I went to a birthday party at a winery. You know, I'm from Northern Virginia, Fairfax County, but like West Fairfax. So right on the Loudoun County line. So I grew up like 15 minutes from like stone tower and um, some of those wineries out in, in Leesburg, that whole area. And so I went to a birthday party and um, I just had a blast and we, it was my first time doing like tasting. And, you know, prior to that, especially when you're in college, you're just like drinking boxed wine, whatever's in Pretty the grocery much. store that's cheap for like $9.99. You know, I'm not <laughs> saying that $9.99 wine can't be good. What I'm saying is like in college, you're not thinking about the wine. Right. You're just thinking about like the social aspect of it. You know, it's a party. Right. And so this was the first time I had a wine tasting and I was like, oh, who knew? Like, I didn't know all of this, you know, like prior to that, it was like Boone's farm, like green wine, you know, like <laughs> wild colors, just gas stations. So um, I think that was just kind of my first introduction into like what wine really is um, and, and could be. And from there, um, I guess it was probably maybe 2012 or so, my very good friend Alicia and I um, took a trip to uh, Spain and we went to Madrid and Barcelona and went, um, you know, went into like Rioja and and did like a, a wine tour and like tasting and went to like, you know, we like did an overnight and did like maybe three or four vineyards and like, you know, really talked to these small families who own these like acres and they've been there for years and this is how they make the wine. And, you know, the guy pouring for you is also the winemaker and his wife, you know, makes the bread that they just, it was so amazing. And from there we were like, this was a blast. Where can we go next? And so then it was like Italy. Then it was South America and we did like Chile and Argentina and then we did, you know, South Africa and then we did, you know, Australia, New Zealand and we just keep going everywhere we can um, and falling more and more in love with wine and not just the wine itself, but the, the stories, the people you meet, 
Um, and, you know, I'm very lucky that 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 friend that I mentioned, she's since moved from D.C. Um, she took a job where else but in the Bay Area and the tech world. And so every time we, I go visit her, it's like Napa, Sonoma. During the pandemic, she and her husband got a second place in Paso Robles. And so we go there and um, in Temecula, we've just kind of like done it um, the, it all. And there's still more to do. There's still more places that um, I want to go. But that's just kind of where it all started. And now not every trip that I take has a wine focus, but I definitely um, try to, if I can make it a trip and go taste some wine, that's definitely a um, a priority of mine. You've covered a lot of wine topics on NBC. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of our wine family, Julia Coney, Hispanics and Wine, um, have been on NBC4. Mm -hmm. Do you get to choose, how much control do you have over choosing your stories? And um, how important are those stories to you? Yeah, I have complete uh, creative control. Um, I'm very lucky in that, um, you know, I've been in the business a while and um, I'm very fortunate to be in the position I am now where I'm I kind of choose what I do um, and what I report on, you know, anchoring a show five days a week. I don't report every day, like some of the full-time reporters, but when I do report, I kind of get to choose what, what I do because we have a talented staff of reporters who are doing all the, the hard stuff, you know, the city council meetings and the press conferences and the, you know, fires and all shootings and all that kind of stuff. So I get to do what I'm passionate about. And um, so, yeah, it's very important for me to, use the space and the time that I have to not only highlight um, things that I'm interested in, like wine, but um, women working in wine, people of color working in wine, uh, because, you know, the same way that a little girl may be seeing me as an African-American with braids, uh, you know, doing the news every morning and that opens up a, a world of possibilities to them. I, I feel a responsibility to highlight um, people of color in the stories that I do. And so when you interview a Carlton McCoy, like I have before, um, you know, kids in Ward 7 and 8 are able to see a young man who is from Anacostia, who, you know, didn't finish high school, who started working in restaurants, who became the second you know, black master Psalm, who now is the president of a, a major, um, you know, wine distributor vineyard. I don't know exact word because it's multiple vineyards, I guess. But, um, you know, working in the space that he does and he's from Anacostia. Right. I could interview. Any. Psalm about a, a story and that, that would be fine, they would do great, but I choose very specifically who I interview because it's important for um, our community to see the types of people who are living among us, but also who are from this area and who've gone on to do amazing things. For sure. That's one of the main reasons why the Swirl Suite was created. Mm -hmm. Back when I started in wine, it was more than 10 years ago, I didn't meet many Black women in wine. And the more the more I started to meet, I was like, oh, this is this is awesome. I wonder, do people know that we're here and we do this thing, you know, together? Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I totally appreciate that. That's awesome. No, yeah, it's um, 
it's definitely an honor and a privilege and one that I'm uh, happy to have and um, hope that I can just do justice um, when I show up at work every day. Yeah. So on Instagram, on May 16th, you said, if I had a part-time job, it would be a correspondent for Stanley Tucci or Virginia Tech football sideline reporter. Well, first of all, people know that I'm obsessed with Stanley Tucci. (laughs) (laughs) Obsessed. uh, Yes. I I actually, somebody on Twitter, and I forget who it was. I just happened to see it. um, So that he sat down on their flight next to, uh, next to them, like over the weekend. And they were like, should I say something? And I'm like, if you don't like, (laughs) I would, huh? I would mm-hmm. be like, hey, what's up? When are we going to Milan? Like, yeah. we, I would be all in his face. Yeah, um, but yeah, I love Italy. Mm. I'm a carbaholic, truly. <laughs> I could eat like pasta every day. Yeah. And so I just want to follow him around because he just gets to eat the best food. It's not even the wine. The wine is there and it's amazing because it's like, yeah. it's Italy. But I want to would want to be a correspondent for his show if he had correspondence mm-hmm. because of the food. Yeah, I love Italian food. I love Italian food. I I just, I can't eat it all the time because, you know, the, yeah. the carbs, they're just... <laughs> I'm getting older. The metabolism yeah. is slowing down. The body just doesn't look like it used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is the reason I would want to be a correspondent for Stanley Tucci is uh, the food and the wine. And then Virginia Tech is, you know, my alma mater. I'm a huge college football fan. And uh, just to be like a sideline reporter would be a fun kind of break in what I do now. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just a fan. So I would be horrible at, I'd be just watching and they'd be like, Jumi, what just happened on the field? I'd be like, oh, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't think I could watch the game and also talk and commentate at the same time, but I would be willing to teach myself if I had the opportunity. <laughs> but um, I think that would just be a blast to do. Not many people realize that in college, my major was um, health education, but mm-hmm. I minored in sports medicine. So I was on the sidelines for, you know, football and basketball and um, softball. Okay. And I had that exact same problem. I could not pay attention to what I needed to pay attention to, (laughs) you know, as far as their health and watch the game at the same time. So I was actually terrible at that. (laughs) I work better in the training room. Just put me, I don't need to be at the game. I can help you recover and all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, I just don't have it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, I, I mean, kudos to the people who work at the, you know, ESPN and NBC yeah. sports and who, who do that because yep. while you have to be knowledgeable, I don't see how you can be a fan, especially of like your teams. Like if I was, yeah. I would be like, okay, send me to the university of Maryland games. Cause at least I can like do my job because I'm not uh, like, <laughs> I didn't go there. It. So I'm not like a big fan of the team, yeah. but like my team, it would be impossible. Impossible. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. That's how we get it. <laughs> what was the last winery that you visited? Ooh, the last winery that I visited was uh, Delaplane. Oh, nice. Very nice. I've not been there yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Black owned. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and I went with um, some women in uh, my chapter of an organization I'm in, and we just had like a little girls day. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a blast. It's 
you know, if, from the city, it's a little bit of a drive. Um, but you know, it's like worth the day trip. Sure. They have some, some good wine and it's just a beautiful space. Yeah. yeah. So I, I love being in Virginia. I mean, I'm a Virginian. So, um, yeah, that was the last place that I, that I visited, but I'm hoping, um, to hit one up here soon. I'm waiting for the the weather to break a little bit. Yeah. The weather's um, so weird right now. It's been, you know, it's crazy. The during Monday through Thursday is beautiful. Right. Then the weekend rolls around and it's like rain, 40 degrees, snowflakes, right. ice. <laughs> so like on the weekend you can't do anything. Like today is beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah. But it's Monday. It's Monday. Yep. But by Saturday it's going to be like rainy and cold again. It's like it's not right. It's not yeah. right. So yeah. once we have a nice weekend stretch, I definitely want to go to some more places. I went to an event a few weeks back and um, it was like women in wine. Mm-hmm. Sure. And um, I met a woman from, I hope I'm not saying it wrong. I think it's Black Ankle in Maryland. Oh yeah, I, that's where I used to work. Yeah, oh, okay. you met, I was at that same event. We missed each other. But yeah. you're talking about Sarah O'Hare and she's from Black yes. Ankle Vineyards. Yeah, I met Sarah yes. and she was like, come, vi-, you know, and I was like, I am going to come out there to Frederick or Mount Airy. Yes. And, uh, go visit. So that's like the next one on my list. I just, absolutely. before I make that drive up 270, 70, mm-hmm. I needed to like be nice on a Saturday because I don't want to drive in the rain. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Black Angle is really nice. Well, I'm, I mean, yeah, I worked there for five years. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was there a long time. Yeah, that's okay, where it's, yeah. it's settled. I have to go. Yeah, that's where go. it all began for me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, cool. Look, oh, yeah. I, I learned something today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, so I have an interesting question. I love movies about the news. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So tell me a movie or TV show that you think that's fairly accurate with this depiction of a newsroom. So like being Mary Jane or the newsroom that was on HBO, there's a show, um, there's a movie called Morning Glory mm-hmm. um, with Rachel McAdams, where she's um, a producer. Mm-hmm. Have you mm-hmm. seen any show or, or movie that says, ah, well, they, okay, they got that right. You know, um, most of them get some of it right. Of it right. There's no okay. perfect one. Being Mary Jane was pretty accurate, mm-hmm. but um, some of it was also just like a little silly. Okay. You know, like the, her relationship with like her and the kind of her producer. Her producer. Uh-huh. Um, there's just, it's not, it would not just be the two of them making these decisions. Like okay. there's just, it's like way more levels and steps to this. Um but it was pretty accurate. Okay. The the show on Apple TV with like Drew Barrymore. The morning show. Yeah. Not Drew Barrymore. Reese Witherspoon. Is yeah. The I morning mean. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Morning show. Mm-hmm. Also pretty accurate. Okay. Some of it, they're going to like dramatize a little yeah. bit for, for TV because it's like viewing, but sure. that's pretty spot on. Okay. Um, there's an old school one from the eighties called broadcast news. Okay. That's pretty accurate because I feel like that was made before television became what it is. And gotcha. now where people really need to be entertained. So they're just like, what? She's sleeping with this person and they're doing this and what? This happened. And it's like, some of that is just because the audience, the way yeah. we, watch we need, we think we need that. Yeah. We need that. 
that's changed. But broadcast news is from like the 80s, might even be from the 70s, but I think it's the 80s. That's pretty solid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Great. then, you know, if you watch some of the, they're less entertainment, but more um, spotlight, which is about the, I don't want to lie. What is it? The Washington Post, I believe. Oh, I okay. And yeah. it's like the reporters covering the Watergate scandal. Yes. That's yeah. pretty real because it's based on like a true story, but yeah. it's kind of got a little drama to it. That's pretty real. But some of the like TV shows, mm-hmm. movies are more legit. The TV shows, because they got to keep you coming back every week, they right. need a little bit too much drama into it. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break and come back to the show. Looking for somewhere to advertise? Consider the Swirl Sweet podcast. Yep, right here. The Swirl Suite is now open for pre-roll advertisements, mid-roll advertisements, or post-roll advertisements. Some of our packages even include a social media shout out. If you're interested in sponsoring one episode or perhaps more, simply email us at swirlsuite at gmail.com. Cheers. All right. So we've come to the part of the show where we have some fun closeout questions. Okay. Since you're a local gal and you love to eat and drink all Mm -hmm. the things, um, I will give you a situation and you tell me where you go for that specific thing. Okay. Cool. Okay. Where do you go for good cocktails? Primrose in Brookland. Absolutely. That's very surprised you said that. That's, that's perfect though. Yeah. It's, it's, Five minutes from my house. I live in Northeast. It's like my neighborhood cocktail place. You know, there are definitely other places to get great cocktails. Yeah. But um, it, if I were to go get a cocktail like today, I'm going to yeah. Primrose. Um, and their wine list is outstanding also. Love it. Yes. Also, they make really good French fries. So good. And during the pandemic, they started doing fried chicken. I heard. I didn't have it, but I heard about it. So good. <sighs> mm-hmm. My goodness. Okay. Where do you go for the best view? The, uh, I love the, I guess it's the rooftop outside second floor of Afachina at the wharf. Oh, are you reading my mind? That's yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They mm-hmm. have a beautiful rooftop and it's a really nice view. Yes. Yeah. I know people love like the downtown view or like, but I'm like a Potomac river view kind of guy. Yes. Same. Um, so I don't know this one. I don't really have a pizza spot. Well, where do you go for pizza? Andy's. Andy's. Andy's Pizza. There's one at 9th and Florida on Shaw. There's one on M Street in Noma. And there's also one that I think just opened up in Adams Morgan or DuPont. Andy's is the best pizza. It Hmm. actually won at the International Pizza Competition in 2021. It won best cheese pizza in the world. It's okay. New York style, crispy crust. Thank God. Okay. It's that was so my next good. question. Yes. No, you got to, you got to get Andy's. You okay. got to get Andy's. It's on all okay. the, the delivery apps. Okay. So Enough said. All right. Date night. Date night. Hmm. I would say, so I'm a really big fan of Riggs. Riggs sure. Hotel, yeah, uh, Cafe Riggs. Mm-hmm. Um, my a new one, Saint Gregory. Oh, okay, the I haven't Saint been there. Saint Gregory. Um, that's a the the 
hotel. I'm I'm big into like hotel restaurants and bars. Yeah, because my my answer is a hotel also. Yeah, and then um, I really love Lardente. Oh gosh, their food is so good. It's so, it's so good, and it's yeah. just like a vibe. Yeah, and like, I just love that place. Yeah, love yeah. that place. I know everyone's That's definitely a hot there, spot, but it's 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 rightfully popular. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, my answer is the Comrade. Comrade oh, Hotel. Yes. It's a beautiful yes. restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the restaurant, the estuary. Yes. Have you had the crispy pork pig ears? I don't eat pork, there? but that sounds awesome. No, go tell us about it though for the pork it's eaters. It's so good. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy. I didn't know what it was and my friend ordered it and I was like, oh, what's this? It kind of tastes like uh, what are those things called? Like the crack crackling? What are they called? Pork oh, like rinds. pork rinds? Yeah. Kind of like pork rinds, but they got a glaze, but they're like kind of more chewy than pork rinds. And I was like, what is this? And she was like, oh, this is the crispy pig ears. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's the best appetizer. I know it sounds crazy, y'all, but go to the Conrad and get the crisp. You and your fellow newscaster just finished your shift or what do you say? Your your shift? Yeah, our shift. Yeah. 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 Where do you go? We go to, so we work in Tenley town, like, so like uptown Northwest DC. Mm-hmm. So we will go to uh, Surfside. Oh, nice. I love Surfside. Tacos there on yes. uh, Wisconsin. Yes. We typically go to places on Wisconsin. There's like a roaming rooster there. We, um, you know, DC is a different city now, pandemic, and a lot of people still working from home. So lunch, there's not a ton of places to have lunch, like a okay. maybe more a nicer lunch. So we do a lot of La Diplomat lunch. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. Because it's that's open. a DC staple. Yeah. 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 And it's it's always good. And so it's like, y'all want to get lunch? Meet you at La Dip. <laughs> and that's where we go. Because La Dip is open for lunch, where a lot of places are still opening later in the evening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so um, the next girl's brunch is... Namako. Oh, sushi. Sushi. Japanese. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, which has great sushi that I just had uh, last week. We did a staycation at the Pendry at the Wharf. Oh, nice. Moonraker, their rooftop restaurant. Yeah. Japanese fusion, best dumplings, best sushi. Delicious. Put it on the list. It's on there. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, Jimmy, this was fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me. I had so much fun. This is like my second podcast ever. And (laughs) (laughs) I will come back anytime. Of course. So tell everybody where they can follow you. Okay. So you can follow me, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Jumi, you know, J-U-M-M-Y, last name Olabanji, O-L-A-B-A-N-J-I. I'm pretty much the only verified Jumi on all the platforms. So I'm... (laughs) I won't be the only Jumi, but I'm typically the only verified one. So that's how you can find me. And then you can just watch me every morning on NBC4 from 4 to 7 a.m. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thanks for joining the Swirl Suite. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Leave us five stars and leave us a comment. We love ratings. Also, be sure to follow all of us on social media. Myself at Buy Me Up. Glenn is at Vino Noir, Girl Meets Glass is Tanisha, Vino 301 is Leslie, and you can follow the Swirl Sweet podcast account at Swirl Sweet. 
The Swirl Suite is now a part of the Alive Podcast Network. This episode has been edited and produced by Vimeup Media.